Hello everyone. I'm kind of feeling like Emma Chamberlain right now because I'm recording my podcast from my bed uh, on my phone with my wired headphones, which you might look at a lot of people recording podcasts and think to yourself, well, that's a little bit unprofessional. Yes, it, it can be. But I kind of felt lazy today, and I've been feeling a certain way, and I kind of just wanted to tell you guys how I've been feeling and what I've learned through these emotions. I'm also going to test out this whole Emma Chamberlain method of recording a podcast from bed, and so far, I kind of like it, honestly. It's, it has a very laid-back feel to it. And I just grabbed my notebook because I got this idea a second ago. Um, usually my podcast when I was recording episodes, like the, the older episodes, those episodes came from times where I was really bored and I had nothing else to do. And maybe I was feeling a little bit down or just kind of lonely, honestly. And I fell exactly into that same place. And I just wanted to make this episode to tell you guys what I've learned especially about friendships. So the whole premise of this started when, like, it literally started this morning because I just felt so tired and burnt out. And usually in the mornings, I'll wake up and I'm ready to just dominate the day. I'm ready to get everything on my to-do list, checked off, and then some. And, like, just do as much as I can that day to get what I need to get done and move in the direction of where I want to go. But for whatever reason, this morning, I like struggled to get out of bed. I did all my morning routine stuff and then I went right back to bed. And it's a really hard place to be because I think deep down I feel kind of lonely and I'm just constantly working in the direction of my goals. But at the same time, Like, I understand that the reason why some people aren't in my life anymore is for good reason. Like, it's for a good reason. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of ran out of words there. But anyways, recently I've been feeling really lonely and I don't know what to do about it. On one hand, I'm kind of in a sticky situation where I'm planning on uh, not being in this city anymore. So a part of me feels like it's not even worth it to like go out and try try to make new friends and stuff because I'm leaving so soon. And I'm kind of in this slippery place where I, I'm not ready to settle down in any one city. So a lot of my friends are coming from like TikTok or people that I've just met that do have a career in like a similar industry as I do. And a lot of my friendships are coming that way, obviously. Um, it's a little bit harder to meet up physically, and it's, it's mostly just, like, online friends. That is mostly the nature of what I do, and I've kind of accepted that. But this episode was inspired from that place, and I'm basically just going to talk about some signs that maybe you've outgrown someone. And I've been here multiple, multiple, multiple times. And this advice or like these examples are not only going to be for when you outgrow people, but it's also going to be for when maybe you start to meet new friends and there's something a little off about them. And I want to talk about those things 
that might suggest that either you need new friends, you've outgrown some people, and you need to move on and be by yourself until you find the right people, which is honestly the point I'm at now because, like I said, I've been feeling super lonely, but at the same time, like I know that I am developing new relationships and new friendships with people who I believe are more aligned and more like-minded to me and believe in the same things that I do. So I really do like to stick to my, my ground when it comes to that because I know that if I go back to the people that I know aren't aligned with me, that's number one temptation. It's like when you really miss your ex and all you want to do is just text them back. I don't mean to bring that up and make you feel like shit again. I'm just like trying to create an analogy. It's kind of like with that, but with friends too, where um, let's say you, you're just lonely and you're like, oh, I've known this person in the past and they were a good friend. So I'm going to reach out to them. I'm talking about creating new space for new people in your life, but also knowing when you need to start creating that space. So this first incident happened to me Around the time that I was in college, I was around like 18 at the time. So I was the first year at Cal State Fullerton. Shout out Cal State Fullerton. I fucking hated it. Uh, (laughs) No offense. But on this particular occasion, I was friends with somebody that I was friends with for a very long time. And actually, I should add this as a point to my thing, but... All this to the values part of my podcast. This incident happened with two of my friends. So I'm hanging out with them. And at the time, I was in college, but I also had a business on the side. I was selling clothes online. I was being, like, creative. And I really enjoyed what I was doing. And I was making, like, decent money. And I was really happy. And something that I found a lot of happiness in that business was scaling it growing, coming out with new products. Um, It was a sustainable business as well, so it was good for the environment. And I really felt like I was in my purpose doing it, and I felt really happy doing it as well. So my goals started to become bigger than the people that I was around. A lot bigger, by the way. Like, to the point where I was saying, like, I'm going to be a millionaire. Like, that's just what I believe. That's where I believe my business can get me. That's where I believe my work ethic can get me. I believe in myself. Really, at the end of the day, I don't need anyone else to believe in me. And the people that I was around kind of did like a little side eye thing. Like, you really think you're going to make a million dollars out of your little business that you're doing? Like, I, I don't know. They just, um, the vibes were definitely off. And a lot of times what I've noticed is that if you tell someone a goal, number one, don't tell people your fucking goals, okay? I am so done telling people my goals because 99% of the time they'll say some shit that is just either, it either comes from jealousy, it comes from them not believing in themselves, they're just like projections. Keep your goals to yourself. That is that unless you have like a super tight bond with someone who's equally as hardworking, consistent and delusional as you just don't even bother move in silence, get your fucking work done. At the end of the day, no one cares how hard you're working. 
people only care once you're already successful and once you've already done it. So just keep your fucking head down. Keep working at what you're doing. Ask for help when you need it. But don't necessarily tell everyone, oh, this, I'm going to do this. I'm going to start this business. Yada, yada, yada. And I don't mean to tell you not to tell people your goals um, because I don't personally believe in you. I'm telling you because there are people out there who, when you do tell them your goals, they will wish you badly. They will wish that you don't get there. They will try to discourage you. They will try to, you know, talk you out of it. And I, to save you that experience and that doubt that these people might have towards you, and a lot of times it's different, you know, a lot of times it might even be your family. And it's not like you can just cut your family off. That's unrealistic. You just have to learn to be in a place where you are 100% dedicated to your goals and you fully believe that you can get there with the right amount of work, with the right amount of luck and collaboration. The bottom line is you got to believe in yourself when everyone else around you does not believe in you. Because at the end of the day, when the entire world turns against you, your default is going to be yourself. You're literally going to die alone and you're only going to have yourself at the very end of the day. It sounds very dark and I hate to start the podcast like that, but that's just how I view things. You know, sometimes you really just got to have your own back and realize that not everyone is going to have your best interests at heart. And when I was younger, I always, you know, would make new friends or look at the friends I had and think that they deep down really supported me but a lot of times they didn't and to this day a lot of them don't really support me in the ways that they say that they do so I know and this podcast is coming to you from a place of like you got to have your own back no matter what also this podcast will have your back because I'm always going to tell you like the shit that I've learned that could have saved me a lot of heartache really and some friendships and yeah let's move on number two is when your values just don't align with that person that's number one how you should know you should not be friends with them I don't know why the fuck a lot of you are friends with people who do things that you don't agree with in my opinion if you're friends with somebody who does things that you do not agree with you in some ways are agreeing to their behavior I was friends with a girl who she kind of had jealous, like, hater vibes at the time. This was a few years ago. And I'm not going to lie to you. I had some of my own insecurities that did come out during our friendship and people that I would also talk about and stuff like that. But it got to a point where she was doing things to, like, actually ruin people's reputations and harm their public image and even ruined their chances of dating anyone else because they had rejected her. And she was physically doing things in the world to ruin other people. And immediately, that was a huge red flag, stop talking to this person at all costs type of thing. Um, because of what I saw that they were doing to another person, like actively trying to take them down just because that person had rejected them. And I told myself, like, I don't care about 
the times where I have talked to her and she has helped me because like she did help me in some ways she helped me um I was in a really hard place financially because I was like living on my own and stuff and she really gave me good advice so that I can start making money in a different taking a different career path and it's not like I used her or anything she was very helpful to me but I realized very quickly that I should not have been around you know that type of energy it was really giving evil eye and I just didn't want to be around it I'm sorry um that's another thing too like when the whole topic of their conversation is like talking about other people I fucking hate that shit I know that as humans we're wired to gossip like quite literally our first language was gossip literally look this up it's a part of like our human history but when humans first began to develop the ability to speak one of the first topic of conversations was other people and I understand that 99% of people are like this most likely you are like this and when I first started making podcasts I would just you know I don't really talk to many people I'm not very close with many people When I talk to people, I try to get to know them, you know, as a person, get to know their interests and stuff. But if they ever come at me like, oh, did you know that so-and-so did this? Or like, what's your opinion on this person? And I'm like, okay, yeah, um, no, no opinion on that. Anyway, uh, people that are very jealous. I had this one thing happen to me. Okay, (laughs) I have so many like little side stories. I love how I'm like, I have no friends, and then I have all these, like, examples of people that I almost became friends with, and they just, like, dropped. This is literally why I have no friends, because my criteria is, like, so high for friendships. I literally have an entire list of when you should cut people off and, like, when you've outgrown people, but the thing is, like, life is moving so quickly, and I'm literally every day just, like, chasing my higher self. And I just need people on that same fucking wavelength. And if you're not on it, it's it's a very lonely life. It's a life that requires you to give everything, your full commitment. You have to fully focus on yourself. And you can sometimes forget about your friendships. You can forget about maintaining those and stuff. But so for a while, I was using Bumble BFF, which is like, it's not a it's a dating app, but they have a feature in the app where you, it's separate from the dating side of it, right? But So it's just for like friendships. Why did I plug them? Why did I just give them free promo? It's whatever. I never really made any true friends on here anyway. Um, so these are the jealous bitches, right? So I went on one of these like BFF meetup things And I was going to watch a movie with this girl who, like, I was thinking about becoming friends with. And at the time, honestly, finding new friends as an adult is kind of like dating because you're... Number one, it's very time-consuming and I just don't deal with it ever. So that's why I haven't really, like, focused much on making new friends where I'm from because you have to agree to meet up at a certain place, go, you know, there's you might say, let's go to Cheesecake Factory, because I always like going to Cheesecake Factory, (laughs) and it's a little bit pricey. It can get pricey if you're going every single week with, like, new people, and you end up not having a good time because you don't vibe with them, and then it's just a whole mess. So, me and this girl, we're gonna, like, just watch a movie or whatever, 
and she's ranting to me this whole time about her ex-best friend and how her ex-best friend blew up on TikTok and she's known to be this like hot girl and she was basically she just reeked of like jealous energy and as somebody who doesn't know any of her friends I was just kind of sitting there like girl I don't know these people I kind of just came to get to know you and watch the movie like not to have you dump all your problems on me basically I'm very I don't know I feel like I'm just very to the point when I'm trying to get to know someone and I don't have time really to talk about other people that aren't in front of me or that I don't know. I don't know why I'm mentioning this, but if you reek, like if you know somebody who just reeks jealous energy, they're probably not the best to be around because the people that you surround yourself with, I should have started the podcast episode this with this, but the people that you surround yourself with are a direct reflection of how you will live your life and how your life will turn out. Therefore, if you're hanging out with a lot of people who reek of jealous energy then you're gonna be a jealous bitch too do you want to be a jealous bitch do you want to walk around comparing yourself to all your friends everyone around you everyone online and just not love and accept yourself for who you are I would rather be on the road where I'm alone and I'm not around a bunch of jealous bitches But I'm every day dedicated to loving and accepting myself for who I am and trying to find where I can be most authentic versus surrounding myself with a bunch of noise, with a bunch of, like I said, jealousy. I I don't like jealousy. No one likes jealousy. Everyone feels jealousy, though. And I don't mean a... I feel like a lot of times in my older podcast episodes, I would be like, don't be a jealous person. But... My friends, everyone feels jealousy. I get, I was jealous like 30 fucking minutes ago and I turned that jealousy into creativity and I was like, you know what? Instead of sitting in my bed feeling jealous of this one person, I'm going to create something and I'm going to talk to people and maybe I can help someone through this episode and help them avoid the types of people that I was around. Uh, And that's jealous people. And these are, like I said, everyone's jealous. So you might have a friend who sometimes they're a little bit jealous of someone and that's fine. And that's something I need to learn too because I feel like I have a really rigid list of things. Like I have this whole list in front of me of reasons why I'm not friends with people. And I'm starting to think to myself, you know, maybe if I had a list of reasons why I I want to be friends with someone or qualities that I would like in a friend, we would not be here. But we're working on it. Oh, yeah. So this is next in the values part. So, like, um, the first one was, the first reason was you tell them your goals and shit goes south, right? It doesn't go well. They don't believe in your goals. They don't support you in your goals. Why are you keeping people around that don't support you in your future? Think about that. Number two is the values don't align values meaning like karma uh, jealousy insecurity and then the last one um the last one and honestly guys when i get to the level three level three is for the bitches who have already leveled up okay so if you're that girl that's number three but number two is don't keep people around who like don't have your back i feel like that one goes without saying but when i was in high school 
I was friends with people who would, like, talk shit behind my back and, like, do things to ruin me. Now they're in a much worse worse place than I'm in. Um, So I don't really care what they did to me in high school. But they're just people that don't have your back when when things and this this goes this is from like a very low level to a higher level and the higher level I'm going to talk about in the next section but just in general they don't have your back right when you I I've heard this happen a lot even though I don't go to like clubs and and bars and stuff really um but what from what I've heard is that people go to like these things and then their friends don't really look after them in some ways like they just kind of abandon them and they go find someone to have sex I don't know I don't know okay but you probably shouldn't be friends with those people I don't know um I understand that some friendships are mainly to just have fun and like unwind and stuff I could be a more serious person I I understand that I'm like very serious person um so maybe it's just not for me But there are some times where your friends don't have your back, you know, everyone's going to turn their back on you and you might look at that one person that you've been friends with for a really long time and say, oh, they're going to have my back because we've been friends for so long. And if they don't have your back in that moment, you need to let go of that friendship and you need to focus on yourself. Truly, I would have saved myself a lot of time had I just said that person does not have my back. That person is only looking out for themselves and they're probably friends with me for the wrong reasons. I can't with insecure ass bitches who want to be my friend just so that I can be there for them when they need me. But when I need them, they're not fucking there for me. I'm done being friends with those types of bitches, truly. Because when I'm friends with you, I will defend you with my fucking life and I need that energy back okay I need that energy back number three is for the bitches that have leveled up number three is sign okay signs that you've outgrown you can tell this is such like apple notes type of podcast but signs you've outgrown someone slash you need new friends number three this is where I'm at currently I've been working on myself on my career on becoming the best me I can be new levels are gonna bring new devils that's just the truth of it all right so I'm at a point where my thresholds my pain quote-unquote thresholds are getting higher what's a pain threshold Number one is it's how much pain that you can endure, uh, whether that be in your everyday life, in your career. My pain threshold in my career is going from like zero to 100 right now because as a lot of you know, I do social media. I am quote unquote an influencer. So there are times where I get quote unquote canceled. So, like, a few weeks ago on Twitter, this person took a bunch of my TikToks and posted them on Twitter, and everyone kind of ridiculed them, and it it was 
you know, kind of an experience for me. I am not a huge, like, millions of followers kind of influencer. Um, so, and that was something that I really only thought happened to, like, really famous influencers. But it'll happen pretty much at any level. Um, and for me, it was kind of shocking a little bit um, that I was kind of receiving so much hate. It was definitely a big learning curve. And if you're wondering why I got hate, it was like, it's kind of a weird reason. Like, I make wag videos. I feel like a lot of you come from TikTok, but like, I make wag videos, right? So like, um, I try to tell the whole experience of going to a sports event or um, just being a fan of soccer from like the pers- the wag perspective. I don't know. The, the wives or girlfriends that are dating the athletes. I think it's a cool, like scoped to look at it from I also um myself really enjoy making that content I love the space that we're in and some people like to make fun of it so really the Twitter stuff was just people making fun of it the thing about being a content creator too is that when you start out like for me I was going like super viral with these videos like these videos were getting millions of views so it was hard to start stop making them um And I understood that a lot of them were going to get a lot of views. So I would just keep making them until that kind of happened on Twitter. And I was like, wait, I need to look at this and reevaluate the the areas in which this is just not resonating with people and the ways in which I can make this better. So ultimately, the Twitter stuff was like good, I would say. It was definitely an eye opener. Um, Even though a lot of like my followers were like, what the fuck, this is so uncalled for and stuff but I just kind of took it as a learning opportunity and I took it as a way to be like okay I've put in the work I've leveled up somewhat in my career um and this is just going to be an effect of that so my next problem was figuring out what I was gonna how I was gonna approach this from a very personal standpoint Because it's one thing for me to put myself out there, put my content online and have it like have it go extremely viral, like on Twitter and have people genuinely rip me to shreds. I can handle that truly like I I have been through a lot to the point where you can put a wag video online and make fun of it all you want and I will not care. Because my pain threshold has gone up over time through bad and bad experiences. It's, it's gone up, unfortunately. Uh, but it's made me a lot stronger. The issue comes in where I know I can handle it. I, I know I can handle maybe uh, a bad story coming out about me because I understand that if I want to pursue this career, if I want to be in a public figure... These are just things that are going to happen. Sometimes things are going to get twisted the wrong way or twisted in a way that I don't agree with. It's happened to me. It's it's already been happening to me and where I will go on, I'll do an interview and then the, the title will be misleading or like things will just not really portray me the way that I really am. And I'm realizing, like, my podcast is, that's why my podcast is so special to me, because it's, like, 
I can just fully be myself and talk to you guys and tell you my truth and how I'm navigating my own career because there are some points where I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't. Like, no one no one's tells you the things that happen when you become somewhat well-known. And I'm just going through all of this kind of by myself. And th- I'm at a point where it's like, okay, I can't go back to the people that I was surrounding myself with before because I'm not at, in that place anymore. I'm moving into this new reality. So the people in my life need to match that reality. So now a lot of my friends are, you know, they're from TikTok. They're people that do social media because I had this happen to me where the Twitter thing happened and I reached out to one of my friends that I've been friends with for a really long time and I was like, hey, um, I'm kind of going through it right now. Like uh, people are, I'm getting, I, I, I said I got canceled on Twitter. I wouldn't necessarily call it canceled. It was more like, I don't know, I, I would say bullying. I don't know what I would call it. I, oh, I wouldn't put a label. I would just got a lot of negative attention online on Twitter. So I told this person, I was like, hey, I'm getting, I'm getting canceled on Twitter. And this is somebody that I was in a very vulnerable place already. Um, it, it is a different feeling when you have thousands of people uh, attacking you online. And for me, it is a way to get off of social media because I feel like in some senses I'm on social media too much and to the point where it just wasn't healthy for me. So it really was an eye opener as like, don't pay too much attention to this. And for me, it's always been like, even if the comments are very positive and nice, I don't try to let those even, I, I try not to even bat an eye at those because I've learned that I should be 100% neutral to any comments online because in the same way that the good ones can uplift me is the same way that the negative ones can tear me down 10 times as worse, like 10 times as badly. So when you're in a place where you're on a, lo- you're on a new level, but you've been friends with people for years and years and years, and you go to them, like I said, I was in a very vulnerable place and I said, hey, like, I, I need someone to, to just talk about this with because this is insane. I've never had this happen to me before and they just kind of ghosted me like they didn't really they weren't really there for me and I was like damn all right big bet thankfully though that was really a moment that I looked at and I was like yeah I need new friends and that was when I started talking to people reaching out to people online you know, seeing who I clicked with, who maybe I didn't click with and stuff like that. But that was, it kind of hurt, honestly. Um, when you've been friends with someone for so long and you're, you're finally achieving what you've always wanted to achieve and then they're just not there for you anymore. Yeah, I, you, I, I have no words, literally. You can hear it in my voice. It's like, bro, that shit hurt. But it's happened to me like in the past and what I need to do is look at that situation and say, number one, you're a tough ass bitch. You've been through a lot and half of the people in your life, they can't even relate. They cannot even, they're just not, you're just not on the same level, bestie. 
Like, I have to be my own best friend because I'm realizing that the people that I've called my best friends really aren't. They, they aren't on the same level. And I, I, I don't care who I, like, offend by making this episode, but... And it's no one's fault, really. Like, I chose to be where I am in my career. I choose that I want to be a public figure. And I cannot expect the people that I knew before I was doing social media to be able to hang with that. I, that is, that's another thing. Don't give people expectations that a lot of times they cannot live up to. Because if you depend on other people and you hold them on a pedestal and you're like, they're going to save me, they're going to always be there for me, you know, people are fickle. People can betray you. And <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, this might come as like a shock to some people that I view life in this way. Um, sometimes... I, when I'm like talking to my therapist, I'll kind of throw in these little dark existential thoughts that I have. And I do agree. Sometimes they can be dark. Like the belief that at the end of the day, you'll only have yourself is something I, I do believe, to be honest. Um, and I think that comes from just my experiences. You know, I lost my mom to drug addiction at a very, very, very young age, at an age where I wasn't supposed to experience some of the things that I experienced. But I think that really helped me mature and see life differently from other people. I don't look at it as... I don't want to live my life as like something I dread when I wake up. I want to actually be excited. I want to experience things and I want to live life like I don't really have anything left to lose because I feel like a lot of times people will not go after the life they want because they're like, oh, but I'm going to lose my job or my stable job even though I really want to go out and do this other thing or I don't want to go to college but my parents really want me to. It's like life is too short to do what other people expect of you and not really follow your true passions But yeah, like I was saying, I'm just the type of person who I'm very tough and a lot of times I'm very tough love as well. However, it always comes from like a good place of I want you to always have your own back. It's not even like, let me get my words, let me get my thoughts together. Because I really do feel like online and on TikTok and stuff, sometimes I come off as this person that's always happy and in a good mood and always has something to share except when things get really dark and I understand that we might be on a very dark topic right now but you know I found some sort of peace in myself like I have I can tell you that I have found peace being with myself being in my own presence and that has led me to attract other people who really value me as a friend as a partner as a mentor people who really value my opinions just because of how much at peace I am with myself and not only that but I I write a lot and I'm I would like to think that I'm self-aware you know 
online I kind of have this persona of being delusional and I know that my my followers really do love that and I think the delusion does come from a place of I think that you can be very creative with your life you're you know you shouldn't be too rigid with it you shouldn't be especially with the internet now like we can create so many things you can create like a side hustle or like a stream of income that can give you a little bit more money so that you can just go on like a weekend trip with the people that you love and create amazing memories and maybe even make some extra money to buy tickets to like your favorite event get $20 off on SeatGeek.com using code with the band shameless plug my friends uh but yeah because life's just about like the experiences and I'm I'm at a weird point, to be honest, and I'm kind of treating this podcast episode like my therapy, and I'll stop talking soon. Uh, but first, you, first, we got to get at a good foundation with ourselves before we move on to any sort of next level. And I'm at a point where, like, I'm shifting. I'm shifting into my new reality right now. So some people are just going to have to go. And even though I don't have anyone to hang out with, I mean, I do have people to hang out with this weekend, but, like, there's some people that I would love to hang out with and I would love to have a great time with this weekend, but I'm like, you know what? Instead of putting my energy towards the people in the past that have not supported me in the past, maybe this weekend I can go out and, like, network with somebody, like, go to a new city and talk to people there. Anyway, this podcast episode is done because I said what I needed to say and I've made every point that I've needed to make. And I'm ready to start my day now. I feel like my podcast used to be like this where I would just be in bed. Like, I'm so anxious today. I don't want to record anything. And then out of a burst of inspiration, I just create something. And I really want to thank anyone who listened to this podcast episode. I know sometimes I can ramble and and not really uh, stick to my little guide here. But I really like these short format things. This one's a little bit shorter than I usually do. Um, I don't know if people get too intimidated by the longer episodes, even though you guys know I can, like, talk for literal days. Um, Although, I will say, I have been breathing through my mouth this entire episode. I don't know if anyone has been able to catch up on that, but I learned that singers have to be breathe through their mouth for their own voice and when I was filming longer episodes like longer podcasts and stuff I um my voice would give out I had to quit some things like I definitely had to quit some things because my voice was giving out and I was too young to let my voice go out so I appreciate you guys for joining me in this episode I hope you guys like the wired headphones recording on voice memos in my bed but anyways let me know what you think and i'll talk to you soon